Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. We just played a, uh, a bit about the candles, the yes. Lockroom candles. Yeah. Worth mentioning, this is the last week to get them. Um, Melanie from Prairie Rose Candle Company is going to have them on hand as well at the craft show, the Holy Made. Holy Handmade. Holy Handmade. In Sherwood Park this weekend. Yeah, this Saturday and Sunday. So if you want to skip the shipping, just go buy them directly from her. Yeah, that's what we've been sort of promoting. Um, if you're out in the park, maybe pop in. Might be uh, doing that anyway for some Christmas shopping ideas. So grab yeah. a box of candles. The proceeds going to the Edmonton Food Bank. Just a heads up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, that'll be it. We'll pull the pin. I don't think that's something we ever bring back, just based on the Jimmy Candle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being honest Might with be you. enough Jimmy Candle. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for, because we had a video from Christy where she unpacked the box. She bought some. Smelt mine, smelt yours, and then smelt Jimmy's. And you could tell she was disturbed and bothered. Yeah. But there's this next level. Mm-hmm. You like that bad boy. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never experienced it lit before. I was thinking about this yesterday uh, when I watched that video that Christy put out. If you, like, really disliked your neighbors, mm-hmm. you could probably get them to move. Oh, yeah, and just light it in their backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Just give that a, like, a 30 minutes or something like that in the... Exactly. They'll be gone. They'll be packing up. They'll move back to Mississauga. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Tis the season. Yeah. All the lists are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so Grant has a list for us. Explain what it is. So every year, Pornhub does this. They release the list of... The most searched terms on Pornhub and the most watched things. And they do this for every country. And so Canada's list came out um, yesterday. So We don't have anything in any particular order. Like we I, don't. I do have a top um, four. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to try to come up with... Five, um, sir. I have a top five. We're going to try to come up with something off of the top five. Jimmy and I got a guess. Canadians, what are we into? The most searched things on Pornhub. For I don't Canadian. know if you bondage. Bondage not on the list. I was going to say maybe not. Maybe not. Don't lean on your list. <laughs> Immediately he goes. What did I search this morning? Bondage. No, that was last night. Stop it! I hate doing stuff like this with him. All right. Um. Milf. Milf was the top search in Canada. In 2022. Yes! I win! So interestingly, MILF was the top search, but lesbian was the most viewed. 
Okay. So, so people watched more lesbian movies, but but they searched for MILF more. They're they're looking, they're digging for MILF yeah. more. So MILF. The- Lesbian was my second. Yeah, well, lesbian was number two on the list, and and then hentai, hentai is that how you say hentai? Yeah, that's uh, it's Japanese cartoon uh, yeah. porn. Really? Yeah, that was number one last year, and it dropped down to three this year. That's weird. Asian at number four. Okay. Threesome at number five. I would. That was going to be my next threesome. Threesome. Well, yeah, yeah. that would have been you leaning on, on my list. Yeah. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, the search just naked women. Rose by 592%. And since we're in the Christmas um, spirit spirit here, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, um, viewing traffic falls on the website by 28% in Canada. Because there's company. Not a lot of people (laughs) logging on. It's harder to search for porn when grandma's downstairs (laughs) making eggnog. Interesting James Bond news. So this is just a rumor. There's nothing confirmed. They're right? saying he filmed the the opening gunshot scene already for 007. So, that's a pretty good indication that they're leaning on him. But Aaron Taylor Johnson. It also could be like a like a, a trial. look over here. Look over here. Yeah, who knows what it is? Yeah. He is British. Um, I don't really know. You remember that Kick-Ass movie? He, um, Nick he Cage was, was in that. He was in that as as Kick Ass, the head character in that lead character. I saw a picture of him. I have no idea who he is. I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything. To be but honest, but he with was you. a kid in that one. Yeah, like he, was he was a teenager. Uh, you made me watch that for midget. Because yeah, Nick Cage is in that one. Um, the other thing, he was in that Bullet Train movie. I still haven't with seen Brad Pitt? with Brad Pitt. I haven't seen that either. Is that any good? I've heard it was really entertaining, but I haven't seen it. That was just in theaters, right? Like over the summer, fall. yeah, fall, late, yeah, late, late summer. Um, so he's been in a bunch of stuff: Outlaw King, um, Nocturnal Animals. I guess he but. really. The rumor is, and again, all this is speculation. He really impressed um, the creators who were looking for a younger James Bond this time around. Apparently, but they went the distance with Idris Elba. And okay. he backed out, apparently walking away from talks because something landed on his lap that he's interested in doing himself. So he wants to do his own film franchise. Oh. So he doesn't want to be bogged down with a Bond. Can you imagine not wanting to be James Bond, though? Like, that would be... Yeah, that is... How could you say no to James Bond? But that shows the confidence the guy has too. Like, uh, like if you could walk away from something big like that, yeah. But it's just like it's. You would think it would be like a childhood goal. Kind of a grand has got a point though. Like, like, imagine if they came to you and they're like, "Hey, we got this Willow reboot. You want to be Willow?" And you're like, "No, sorry, I'm working on my own thing." Yeah, we got too many yeah, bachelorettes okay, I, this I, weekend. I, yeah. I get, <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I turned down James Bond to do a Marvel movie. Well. <laughs> The thing is, the other thing is, too, to Grant's point is, Bond is guaranteed. Like, people are going to go to James Bond. Yeah. Right? No matter what. It's going to make a buttload of money. And you're going to make more money than you ever made in your life. He's doing his own franchise. He's taking all the risk on himself. Right? Because he's kind of at that point in his career now where he's a producer and and, and his money is tied up in these projects, right? It's not just, hey, show up, we're going to pay you a a couple mil to do this role. 
it's um yeah he's he's at a different level he's it, hiring people he's the, the thing is it just changes who you are as an actor too like once you are 007 you are James Bond for life that might be part of it too maybe he doesn't want that yeah yeah maybe but he yeah, just this, this Aaron Taylor Johnson he's young good looking kid British. The picture I saw, he I can't I couldn't wrap my head around him with the Bond thing because he has long long hair in the picture. Yeah, uh, but they're also um, they were also saying that he fits the bill from a height perspective because I think they were a little bit sick of uh, Daniel Craig who was like five foot two or something like that. <laughs> so they wanted a Bond that was more than five foot seven or right. something. So or five foot ten. Yeah, I guess he's five foot ten. Anyway, there you go. That's the rumor. Aaron Taylor Johnson. The next Bond. No relation. He's got 10 years of high school, a month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, Jimmy explains. So, U.S. scientists have actually announced that they've had a huge breakthrough in uh, nuclear uh, fusion energy. No, this has nothing to do with aliens. Okay. <laughs> sounds like alien technology to me. Okay, how they then, then the explain how the aliens did this. Exactly. This how is it, your exp- yeah. Jimmy explains. Why do you always throw this back at us? Why do you get so mad? Because you're turning it into aliens. This has nothing to do with aliens. Well, okay. It's nuclear well, physics. We're the experts on aliens. Yeah, you're yeah. the experts on. So why is there alien fusion? music? I'm do fight- your do your bit. Do your bit. This is actually huge. Because the thing is, is right now all they they've been using for nuclear energy is nuclear fission. Which is very, uh, when you do the nuclear fission, it's very highly radioactive. But they've been doing a nuclear fusion experiments, but they haven't been able to get the same amount of energy. As which, is they, how, which is the sun. Yeah. Uh, the nuclear, fu- uh, yeah, nuclear fusion is uh, fission. from the uh, fission. No. That's how the fusion. sun is. Fusion. 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 Nuclear fusion is the sun, which is uh, they've been trying to do. fission is like a nuclear bomb. They've been trying to do since the 40s. They've been trying to do replicate it. Basically what the sun does, but here on Earth. Yeah, okay. Because the thing is, is they're trying to create a uh, an energy source that's not dangerous, like nuclear fission, which they use right now. But they're using fusion. So what uh, nuclear fusion is, instead of fission is pulling an atom apart... And uh, fusion is putting more stuff onto it, and it they had a breakthrough where they From got the I, most amount of energy as possible. From what I remember, it was the containment of it. So, in but it but it's not. But so for nuclear fission, yes, fusion it's different. It's not as much the containment. It's being able to fusion control. They're, they're putting atoms and particles together, and but it to create energy. But it, but the thing is, is they were. Trying to do it so it wasn't a, a massive uh, reaction, a huge reaction like you get for fission. Like, con- yeah, controlling it. Yeah, because the nuclear is fission, con- when you when you pull an atom apart, it's a huge amount of energy, but it's also a huge amount of radiation. So yeah. that's why when you use a nuclear bomb, it's fission. This is, we're way too into the fission versus fusion here, making yeah. it confusing. Yeah. So, so basically uh, just, what, it, yeah. Uh, what it is is they've... Uh, Figured out how to uh, odd the more energy. Confuse people. <laughs> what us talking about nuclear fusion? So here's the thing: it's going to create clean energy. They did it for the first time, and it is a massive step forward yeah. in nuclear energy. They did it in the states. It's big news. It's it's huge news. Now the the place that they did it is like a football field sized warehouse, yeah. right? Um, and 
there has been a conversation that eventually they'll get to like you'll you'll be able to go to home hardware or Canadian tire and buy a version of that that's a toaster size and you put it in your house and you can heat your house for a hundred years from what I read it's not quite to that it's more to the effect of they'll get rid of your nuclear reactors that we have now and yes. have these fusion reactors well, I'm talking long term I'm talking a hundred years like that that's where we could be going with this. yes it's the first time they're able to generate more energy than the power than the lasers were putting into it and yes they yes. said they could with what they created they could power 20 kettles yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah. But it's the start of something. It's I mean, a huge yeah. start everything of starts somewhere, right? So now it's you build on that. So it's pretty big news. Yeah, and it's pretty safe. The kid's fiance just got a job at uh, Bruce Power. Your son-in-law. In, yeah, in Ontario, they get married this summer. Who's oh. Bruce? Bruce. I, <laughs> honestly, I should probably learn a little bit about that this power plant. But it's a big deal in Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the northern part. Could be of- working at a nuclear power plant. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what their kids will look like. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> it's gonna be hard say. to buy glasses with three eyes. <laughs> you guys are going. Now wait a minute. Is this a problem when you go on the road when you actually travel? I have. I actually I destroyed a toilet in Edmonton, Alberta last it's not year. Like you're, it's not like you're a fighter ace, and you're yeah. you're listing your kills. Yeah. You're, you say it with a great pride. What's his name? Uh, that's Brian Pussain. He's a comic. I get a video of him dancing sent to me. I'd say once every three months, mm-hmm. and it'll be. Is this a brother? Are you related? Is this you? <laughs> uh, we do look a bit alike. We have very similar body types. Similar hair, similar glasses. And apparently we have very similar bathroom routines as well. <laughs> and you I, sounds I like you take up. credit on how you destroy toilets. <laughs> if you grew your beard like his, I bet you could be identical. There's maybe. a Halloween costume there. For yeah, sure. for sure there I'm is. I'm not as uh, gray as he is, no, but I could get there. getting there. Yeah, I could definitely get there. Yeah, that is not me, by the way. <laughs> Uh, it's on my Facebook page. I posted the video that everybody sends me. I got good rhythm. I, if I practiced, I probably, I wouldn't be as good as him. Yeah, but I could get close. I could get fairly close to that. <laughs> it's a very funny video. The locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. There's a story that has gone viral across Canada. You'll probably see it today. It's about a woman who grew up in Mississauga, Ontario, and this young lady was looking to make a change in her life. She needed a new challenge. At the age of 33, she said she had a midlife crisis, and one day the phone (laughs) rang, and she was sitting in her apartment in Ontario. The phone rang, and she answered it, and it was Jason Randy Kenny. And in between bites of his burger, all he said was, Alberta is calling. And so she packed up her life, and she moved to Alberta for a new beginning. Now, she wrote this story, which has gone viral, um, saying it was the worst decision of her life. She moved here. There was no nightlife We don't have shisha lounges. (laughs) And she ended up moving back to Ontario, and no one should ever move here. You need to look closely at her story, okay? 
She moved here and she says that having a buzzy city energy was important to her. So she bought a house in Leduc. I guess it does get pretty wild at the early bird special at Ricky's sometimes. She moved across the country and didn't do any research about the place she was moving to. She's looking for a good nightlife. Moves to Leduc, 30 minutes south of Edmonton. Complains that there's no single men here to date, even though she never once reached out to James Peter White, who, by the way, knows the Edmonton nightlife better than anyone else in this city. Lives it. He's a regular at all the best karaoke spots in town. Everywhere he goes, they give him a free order of matzo sticks, and the Uber drivers know him so well, they usually take him right up to his apartment and tuck him in at the end of the night. (laughs) She moved here with no job, complained her house wasn't close enough to a cactus club. (laughs) And now she's getting national attention, warning people to not answer the phone when Alberta calls. It sounds like we're really going to miss her here in Alberta. So you'll see that story today. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Locker Room Candles. This is your last week to buy the Candle Trio. Locks Beer Candle, My Fried Chicken Candle, and Jimmy's Candle of Death. Head to our (laughs) 957cruisefm.ca webpage to purchase today. Alberta vehicle insurance premiums, the highest in Canada. We kind of knew that, though, didn't we? I think everyone assumed that, and they, they did a new report yeah. And found, yeah, Alberta has the highest. They looked at 30 different driver profiles. Yeah. Um, so like 18-year-old, 40-year-old, whatever, and different cars they'd be driving. Uh, they found this example, an 18-year-old in Alberta driving a 2021 Honda Civic with a novice license would pay almost $6,000 a year in Alberta while paying $1,100 in Saskatchewan. Well, the, 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 it's unfair to compare it to Saskatchewan for whatever reason Saskatchewan has always. I wonder what the comparison is in Ontario. Ontario would be high. BC would be high. BC's high, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I growing up in Saskatchewan, like, yeah, you didn't even think about your insurance or anything because it was wasn't much money to pay. You didn't think about it. Yeah. No, and, you just you pay. You went to the SGI, you signed up, and and if and you that were was from it. Saskatchewan, you did what Auntie Shirley did and drove around in Saskatchewan plates for the first I, 15 years I of your I think she still has Saskatchewan plates <laughs> and a Saskatchewan phone number. She does have a Saskatchewan <laughs> number. She changed it because it's cheaper. God love her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're saying Alberta the highest Highest in in the country, they they pulled the cap off of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, and that's ha- they're directly saying when the, when they pulled the cap off of what they could charge, yeah, it just went up immediately, boom, through the roof. Well, they weren't making any money, right? Well, it's you know that's what I they feel, said. I feel bad for the insurance companies, and it's so difficult. They said they weren't making any money. They had so, to get rid of the caps. Grant, it's so difficult. <laughs> It's a tough business to be in. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first moved here. If you're just moving to Alberta, just a, a heads up on this. Um, I always had windshield insurance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I remember going to the to the insurance place and sitting down with them and, and, and then said, oh, yeah, well, I'll need the coverage for the windshield. And um, they're like, okay, that'll be an extra. I forget what. It was ridiculous. Um, and I'm like, how much does a windshield cost? She goes, well, you'll have to make that phone call. So I literally phoned a place like, I, you know, I phoned a glass place, crystal glass. Yeah. And I said, how much would it cost to replace the windshield on my, you know, car at the time? And they told me what it was and it was a couple hundred bucks, but the insurance was a couple hundred bucks for the year. Yeah. 
I'm like, what the, what's the point Why of that? Why am I getting the insurance when I you can just get a new windshield? You do not get windshield insurance in Alberta. No. It just, it's not worth it. And I don't know if that's because too many people took advantage of the replacement and the... I feel but, like it's just because we replace our windshields so much here, they can keep I the cost low. I think so. I think so. But I also think that there are certain windshields and certain cars that are way more expensive than oh, yeah. your average one. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there is a, a discrepancy in how much it costs to put one in a Volvo versus a Subaru or whatever. But I'm just pulling that out of my ass. I don't I know. found an article where it it's 2020, though. Uh, but in the average car assurance that they have in Alberta is thirteen hundred per year, and Ontario it's fifteen. But that was two, uh, that was twenty twenty. Well, I I remember back in the day when Ontario was higher than Alberta. Mm-hmm. That, but that's not right now. That's that was the point of this article was that we've we've surpassed Ontario. Yeah, we're right. doing well. The Alberta advantage. Get a bike. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I like this story. Yeah, this is a really good idea. I would have never thought of doing something like this, but right, it makes right. such a huge Love this. difference for people's days. Yeah. Um, so... This is even better than buying somebody their coffee behind you in the line. Better than the pay it forward. Something like that. This is similar to that. So, Uh, well, I guess I'll set it up. This directly impacts our building. Yeah. Um, We have somebody that we work very close with, and uh, her husband is, we don't need to mention any names. Um, He is battling cancer right now and has had to spend quite a bit of time at the Cross Cancer Institute. And um, they went there yesterday for a treatment. Yeah. Um, and the employees of Precision Mechanical were at the parking kiosk paying for patients' parking. Yeah, so they were just sitting there. And as people parked, going into the cross cancer, wow. they were paying for all-day passes for their parking. She's, they said even even though they were only there for a couple hours, they are like, here's your all-day pass in, parking pass um, for everyone there. So amazing Christmas um, thing to do. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Precision mechanical. Nice work. Well done. Good nice idea. Work. Yeah. Nice work. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We are calling Evan Dom. He is the senior manager of marketing and communications. Good morning, Evan. How are you? I'm great, gentlemen. How are you guys? Doing with the good. Edmonton Elks. You guys are um, you're doing something interesting with, uh, with very the, unique, very unique. Yeah, this is a this is a very different idea. I love it. I guaranteed win night is what you're calling it, right? Guaranteed win ticket. We're not we're not calling our shot on the home opener, although uh, we're we're feeling good <laughs> and uh, we're we're a long ways out from the home opener, but nonetheless, we're feeling good. So, can you explain how this? It's a it's a P one ticket, right? Yeah, so it's a P1 ticket, which is the best seat in Commonwealth, uh, which is, is $90 plus some fees and taxes. And for $90, you get a ticket to the home opener with our guaranteed win ticket. And if we win the home opener, then you get to go home happy. And if somehow we lose the home opener, uh, you get to come back to our June 25th game against Toronto at no additional cost. And, uh, you know, heaven forbid we lose two home games in a row. We've never done that before. Uh, you get to come and see us uh, for our third home game of the season. So it just keeps rolling. If they lose to the Rough Riders home opener, you get to go to the next game for free. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully it doesn't so, go that way. I mean, they can lose the first one to the Riders. I'd be okay with that. 
But then after that, we need to see some wins. Where is this guy? Where, where, where is this radio station? Uh, this is he, he bleeds. He bleeds green. I can't. Yeah, but I can't. I'm a season ticket holder for the Elks, but I... I can't when the riders are in town. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle. Um, we'll take your beer money. That's okay. <laughs> you get a lot of it. <laughs> you know what I love about this, Evan, is you guys are leaning into it. I mean, what what else can you do? I think it's brilliant. Well, I, we appreciate that. I mean, we've we've been historically bad at home here the last two seasons, yeah. and we know it's going to end here soon, and, and we're confident in that. I mean, all bad things must come to an end. Um, and you know what, like, this is about having fun and realizing that, you know, good times are coming and getting people talking about our team. And I think, you know, this ticket has evoked some emotions from fans sort of uh, on both sides of it. You know, some saying, you know, it's a great idea uh, and some saying it's incredibly stupid. And, uh, you know, you, what what is this from a team that hasn't won a game, you know, in two seasons at home? But, yeah, we're, we're just trying to be light with it, right? Like, yeah. We're we're gonna win a game at home. It's sports. We know that's gonna happen. Exactly. It's sports. It's gonna happen. It's entertainment. Yeah. Relax, everybody. It's the best way to spend a summer night in Edmonton, in my opinion. It is absolutely. We still go to the games. We still support the team. It's been a tough, uh, tough couple of years. Not gonna lie to you, Uh, but uh, it's still like a Friday night Mm -hmm. with the sun out. Come on, a cold beer Still in your the hand, best. standing in the uh, the rutting section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these tickets do not work for our rutting section, but uh, there's not many not many guaranteed uh, tickets remaining. Is there? No, we're 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 actually pretty low. So um, if you want it, hop on it. It's uh, goelks.com. And uh, yeah, we we released a limited number yesterday, and we'll reevaluate as as sales go on here. But it's been really well received. And the nice thing that our ticketing department filled me in on is the vast majority of the seats that we sold are people who have never bought a ticket to us. So well, that's the way to that's do the it. Whole point too. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's getting new people in the building, and that's certainly what we hope this will achieve. Well, do me a favor, keep me posted if you guys have anything else like this, or if you increase the numbers, let us know as well, and and uh, we'll give it a plug on the on the show. Awesome. Appreciate the support, guys. Evan, thank you for your time this morning, and good luck in the upcoming season. All right? Thanks so much. Take care, guys. Take care. I think there's a lot of positives. They've, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you follow it. I don't follow it very closely, but I'm seeing the trades, and I mean, mm-hmm. they're, it's an active team right now. They know, oh, they, yeah. they know they need to do some things to, to get back on track, and, and I love the fact that they actually have a bit of a sense of humor about the whole thing. You too, have right? to. Like, you, you have, have to. to yeah. Right? Awesome. So again, goelks.com for, for information on, mm-hmm. this, on this guaranteed win ticket. So the Golden Globes came down yesterday. It won't be until the beginning of January when the Oscars are released, right? Mm-hmm. And the Golden Globes doesn't just deal with movies, but also television. Did White It wasn't on our radar. But did White Lotus show up in any of the Golden Globe nods from from yesterday? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, they did. They got a bunch miniseries, sporting actors, actresses. So it's much um, like that. An HBO show. I'm starting to hear more and more about I it. I know. I I don't know if I can. I keep going back and forth on whether or not I think I. I'm I kicking watch the it. tires on this White Lotus show. Okay. Because um, a it's HBO, and yeah. generally I like anything HBO yes, does. That's what I was thinking. It's got. Um, Stifler's mom is the lead actress in it. <laughs> it's got a bunch of actresses and stuff, but uh, it's, I don't know. Is it a little, I get the sense it's a bit, cause I, I don't know anything about it. I know nothing about it. It's a bit soap opera-ish. No? I don't know. Do you know the concept of it? They I go don't to even a know the- resort and 
they're bad people and okay yeah i i thought sort of got the sense it was like a gated community somebody said like they compared it to that movie knives out which i really liked with daniel craig so there's a bit of a mystery element to bit it of a mystery that kind of feel to it like back and forth and like who uh, shot jr <laughs> <laughs> no that's the other show you like yellowstone don't do that because if it comes back on Netflix, I might watch the next season. It says they head to a resort and unleash their worst, most pr- privileged impulses. So okay. it's a satire um, sort uh, of thing. What's his not? I see the ads for it. Um, he died in The Sopranos. He's in it. Oh, really? Is one of the Soprano kids is in it? Hmm. I'm trying to remember his name. He was he was like he was the nephew of Tony. Tony's nephew. Oh, okay. I think he he has a part in this White Lotus. It's only two seasons, right? Is Christopher from The Sopranos? Yeah. Yeah, Christopher is in The Sopranos. Okay. Yeah, and he's in White Lotus. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't really seen him in much. Michael Imperioli. Yeah. Yeah. He um He's intriguing to me. The fact that he's in this gives me a little bit of hope. Right. Makes you want to watch it, yeah. maybe? Yeah. But I, uh, I'm also worried because anytime I announce that I'm watching some show, right, He'll make fun of me. Jimmy will make fun of me till the day I die. Yeah. Right? The guy that watches nothing but Marvel, if it DC, turns out to be like, cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, no, I watch Lucasfilm too. Okay. That's Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. But Jimmy also watches, like, we always see these ads on TV for, like, The Rookie and Firefighters <laughs> in New York. And we're like, who's watching these? And Jimmy's like, I'm on the third season of... <laughs> Nine one one. Yeah, <laughs> emergency. What's that terrible no, looking Rob Lowe show? Nine one one Lone Star. <laughs> Is that the Rob Lowe one? Yeah, I'm I watched season three or four. Yeah, of that See, one. he watches all those terrible shows. Yeah, the, the cable shows. Yeah, yeah. I want you to want bag milk. Bag milk. Bag milk. Oh, hold on. I got something. You got a YouTube video. I got something wrong. Chiropractor. Oh, it's a chiropractor video, yes. Hang on here. It kind of sounded like bagged milk, though. There we go. I thought I was jumping on you giving me some advice for a sore back or something. I thought this was really nice. I was like, what is he talking about? His chair and the side. And then I thought maybe it was an ad for Jimmy's new Stephen Hawking chair he's getting. Quite often, I'll watch videos of, of people getting uh, chiropractic adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, oh, uh, yes, yes. That yes. and women trying on bikinis for some reason. I don't, those, those bikini haul videos. <laughs> there you, you know my whole YouTube feed. Yeah, that's it. His algorithm. <laughs> All right. We're going to let Grant start this uh, this segment off, Beg Milk. <laughs> All right. So a, a big game last night. Oilers 6-3. Yes. Hyman with his first hat trick. Is there a better group of four forwards in the NHL right now than Tavares, Nylander, Marner, and Matthews? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting, right? Like... You compare apples to apples across the board, and you look at a guy like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Grant. You know Mm -hmm. he's my boy. I've been cheering for him since the day he was drafted. I love him more than his parents do. And (laughs) what you're getting right now is Ryan Nugent Hopkins matching Austin Matthews in terms of production. Yeah. 
You've got Leon Drysaddle and Connor McDavid, who are 15 points clear of the next player who's a non a, a non Oiler in the NHL scoring race. Yeah. So, I you know what I think our top four is looking pretty good, looking pretty good, pretty and happy. Like if we also had Vander Kane healthy and ready yeah. to go. Our top five is as good as it gets in this league. You brought up Evander Kane actually this morning. Yeah, I said he's not even in the conversation right now because of the injury and everything. But. Yeah. So we did the math. So we we took the best four forwards in Toronto for the Maple Leafs, and we added mm-hmm. up their points, and we did the same thing for the Oilers. So you got Tavares, 30 points, Nylander, 33, Marner, 37, and Matthews, 35, which is pretty decent balanced production from that squad. And and overall, like if you take a look at the score seven nothing last night, and you look at the score sheet from last night's win over the Ducks, they spread it around. That's the thing that's working for the Leafs right now, is that yep. they're getting a, a decent outing from from everybody on the squad, right? So I think yep. Leaf fans have a reason to be excited um, when yeah, they course. start comparing. To the Oilers, though. Come on. So that's 135 points after last night's game. You've got Nuge at 34, Hyman at 33. He had a big night last night. I think he got four points, right, with the hat trick. Um, And then uh, Leon's at 51, and McDavid's at 59 points. He's almost at two points a game right now. (laughs) And look how far we are into the season. That's That's 177 total points with 42 points difference between the two teams. And it was 30 yesterday, or 33 or something. Or on the weekend, sorry, when they when they started when that tweet went out from the Tim and Sid account. So Yeah. It's Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. Toronto is a deeper team for sure. They're getting their well, they're getting more consistent secondary scoring right than the Oilers are. Yeah. You look at the game that the Oilers won against the Wild on Friday, they got goals from, you know, Derek Ryan was in there, Nugent Hopkins got one, Yamamoto got his first. So there's when the Oilers get the depth scoring that we all thought was there in the offseason, they're you know, they look really good. They look like they're going to be in really good shape. But then there are nights like last night against the Nashville Predators where the top line got everything done. Yeah. And but when they're rolling, good luck stopping them. Yeah. Like I had I had a little cheeky bet on Leon Dreisaitl to get three points last night. I'm like, you know what? That's outrageous. I know he's really good against Nashville, but three points is a lot in the NHL. I don't care who you're playing. And then he goes out and puts up five. It's just <laughs> Yeah. The guy can do whatever he wants against Nashville, and it doesn't really make sense. So to compare the top four makes sense, but unfortunately, as you get further down the lineup, that's where the difference really starts to come in. Speaking of betting, maybe you can help me out. I mentioned this this morning. I want to actually, and I'm not even kidding, I want to put a bet down, and I don't know how to do it because I'm not a better, mm-hmm. um, but I want to bet that the Leafs are going to lose in Game 7 in the first round of this, <laughs> the playoffs this year. I'm like, I'm, I want to throw a hundred bucks at it right now. His first so, bet ever. Those are bets yeah. you absolutely can do once yeah. the playoffs roll around. We're just too early. We don't know who the Leafs are playing yet, so we can't put that one down yet. But once the playoffs roll around, 1,000% you can. Until do. they have an opponent, though, you can't. So, okay. I'll yeah. leave myself a note, yeah. a reminder. Last night, it was yeah. it was so good to see Jack Campbell get a win. He let in the first goal there, like a minute in. And first like, goal in the first like, shot. Oh, yeah. and it no, was just, here we go. But <laughs> yeah, I actually like, so I turned I have on a group text. With, go, I have go, a group go. text with my buddies, and uh, that that goal went in, and all of a sudden I was just like, oh, I just want to cheer for this guy so bad. Yeah. He's the nicest human being on earth, and all I want is for things to go well for him. 
Thankfully, he turned things around. He locked things down at the thirty at the thirty minute mark. Nothing else went in. Um, I thought he had a really good night. I'm hoping it's one that he can build upon. But ultimately, Grant, when you let in the first goal and the first shot, <laughs> yeah. nobody's having a good time at the moment. I tuned in a bit late. Like I, I tuned in after just after that goal, and I saw the score. And I saw the <laughs> I saw the celebration. I didn't see the goal, but I went, "Oh, soup's in net." <laughs> um, well, and there's it's almost like you turning on an Oilers game a little bit late and seeing they're down by a goal or two almost feels like home in a way. Yeah, so yeah. it's comforting. You know what's yeah. you know what's interesting, and I, I don't know if you picked up on this, but I kind of saw it. Um, so after a, I think it was a second period. There was a there was a rush. By Nashville, and they ended up with like an with a with a really decent scoring chance. And uh, Soup came across and stole what should have been a goal from Nashville. Yep. And yep. McDavid came by and gave him a little tap on the head. Hmm. And you could see Campbell's like body language changed. Like, you, you, and I, I kind of, I, I, I kind of thought when I saw that I was like, you know what? He kind of needed that, that little bit of of confidence. Well, no, it's, you know, a little props, a little acknowledgement, props, yeah. acknowledgement from McDavid, right? Sure. I, I think it 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 says something about McDavid's position on the team. Obviously, I mean, yep. um, we don't know exactly what kind of a leader he is because he's pretty quiet. Uh, but that little tap was like you could see Soup's shoulders kind of went back. He's like, yeah. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. And I I love to see Connor supporting his teammates when they do something do something well. And I saw it too. And I was it made me very happy. It's funny that your head went there a lot because my head went to I looked at my dog and I went, That's what I do to you anytime you walk in a room. <laughs> <laughs> a little acknowledgement. <laughs> Just a little tap. Is it hey buddy? Nice poop, buddy. <laughs> it's a good Show. one. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Supportive. We got the Blues tomorrow night at home. Mm-hmm. They're a decent team. This is this is definitely a, a test for the Oilers. Without question, like the Blues had a rough start to the season, but they've started to turn it around a little bit. Jordan Bennington is playing at the top of his game when he's not doing weird stuff like punching people going around the net. But yeah, the St. Louis <laughs> Blues are always going to be a challenge. They're a really good team. They're outside of a playoff spot right now. They just got healthy again, though. They just got Bushnevich back. He's going to be playing tomorrow against the Oilers, so they're getting some reinforcements back. It's going to be a tough contest, even though they're 3-6-1 and one in their last 10. We're still looking at a team with plenty of players that have won before, and teams and they play heavy hockey. Um, so this is going to be a challenge for the Oilers. They've struggled with the Blues at times, and it's going to be an interesting challenge for them. So there have been rumors, we'll wrap up here quickly on this note, um, that Kane skated. And then there was also another rumor he couldn't feel his thumb. Um, is there anything yeah. else, anything new about Kane? So the thumb thing he said when he was being interviewed on After Hours for Hockey Night in Canada, he said he didn't have feeling in his thumb at that point. Um, some doctors stepped forward on Twitter after, and they're just like, that's very normal given the injury and severity. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. that's not really reassuring, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um but no, there hasn't really been any news outside of him just taking a couple of twirls on his own and full equipment. Obviously, you love to see that, but he's still got the brace on his arm, and I still don't expect him back in the lineup until February. So we've still got a ways to go here, and man, we could really use him because he just brings a different level, not just the scoring, intensity. he brings a different level of swagger and intensity to the lineup, and the Oilers desperately miss it right now. Yeah, there he is, Bag Milk, 
Oilers Nation, thank you for your time, my friend. Dyson product, right? Yeah, Dyson does everything the the best. Vacuum cleaner? Vacuum, hand dryers. They do everything the best. So they have air purification headphones um, that are $1,000 a pair, and you barely notice them. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) They got like this... You look like Bane. Like they got this voice thing over like, over top of your mouth, you'd and have they to be, suck the air in and purify it for you. You'd have to be pretty comfortable with yourself to go out with those. It's like being a big headphone guy. Yeah. I've yeah. never been able to be a guy that goes out in public like, right. on a train wearing big headphones listening to my music. There's a lot of people that do that, though. Yeah. I'm not a big could, headphone guy. You could pull it off. I'm not they comfortable look like little to it. Like, I, like I'll do it on... Uh, I'll do it on like Red Arrow or something that like that, but not public transit. All if I'm to have headphones. Oh, that it's makes a little, sense. Yeah, uh, because you know you the, don't big wanna... head, the big headphones are expensive, and someone could just fuck them from the top of my head. And yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These Start are, running. <laughs> these are big headphones, and then they have like a a mouthpiece that comes out over top of them. Who thought of this? Like, it's kind of smart. I no? guess with like the masks and everything, there must have been like, there's a better way. We're Dyson. We do everything better. That would be kind of cool. You can listen to the Locker Room Podcast and breathe fresher air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I should get those for you guys for Christmas for when you're hanging out with me. That's not a bad idea. They're $9.49 a pop. You're going to get those? Okay, in about 20 years, I'll save up between now and then. (laughs) What I I like about them, too, is we wouldn't have to listen to them because we'd have something on there. Well, they're noise-canceling, too. No, just you, kidding! No, but I'm just saying you could use them to plug into this, if you can hook them up to the system here, and then you don't have to worry about my smell because you've got the uh, they they freshness. They say that they capture 99% of pollution particles. Wow. And keep it away from your, your body. If you typed it in, I don't know if anyone's interested in these. Um, Christmas just around the corner, maybe. I, maybe you got some weirdo in your family that would wear these, but Dyson Zone Air Purifying Headphones is what they're... What they're called? They look really. Tell me, Dice. If if I saw somebody with these on, I would be like, oh, "That's weird." You're from Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM.